0: game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chair. Shard in from the left-wing point. Fogle to McDavid. Out to right side on Scott.
1: Andreas Seidel scores twice. He's up to 44 goals on the season. He has 100 points. Fourth time in his career. He reaches that plateau. That was the game winner tonight as the Oilers take down the Ottawa Senators 6-3. Both meetings this season between these two clubs and 6-3 in favor of the Oilers. Here's head coach Jay
0: Woodcroft. Really enjoyed the rest of the game.
2: Yeah, I thought we were a little bit sloppy early in the, in the game. I didn't think we were skating at the level... Uh, that we normally skate at. Um, You know, we got got the first goal, which was nice, but gave one up when it went in off uh, a foot. I thought our special teams in the first period could have been better. Um, I saw us improve as the game went on in the end. We found goals from Derek Ryan, Nick Bukestad, Warren Fogel had a heck of a game But I thought the best player on the ice tonight was Leon Dreisaitl by a country mile and speaking
0: of Leon You know, it's fourth time now. He's got hundred points already He's closing in on 50 goals and 100 points and 50 and 50 which would be like only 12 guys ever have done that three times seems at times maybe he gets overlooked for just how Domny is, because of course 97. What did you like so much about his overall game tonight?
2: I thought he played the game like he was on a mission. Uh, I think he was 70% in the face-off circle. Um, he had a good conscience about him the entire game in terms of. Uh, both sides of the puck and I think when he plays in the middle it really gets his feet moving um, you know he found ways and you know to be for those two to be in the company of the what was it two guys in, from the Boston Bruins it was Phil Esposito and, and Bobby Orr two pretty good names to be associated with so w- when it comes to the uh, 400 point seasons uh, there's only been like six years ever done that. And their names are like Solani and Yager and Ovechkin and Stasny. Uh, you know the best players in the world. Kyrie Car- uh, Curry. You get asked a lot about McDavid. Uh, what about Dreisaitl? What's his, you know, yeah. what do you think about him? What's it like coaching him? I think he's hockey sense personified. I think um, he's the definition of what the modern day power forward uh, looks like or should look like. Um, uh, I think, um, you know, when he's at his very best... Uh, His 200-foot game is so strong um, because he's hard to contain in all three zones. I think the offensive zone when he's holding people off and uh, making plays in tight spaces. Um, You know, in the neutral zone when he's coming through with speed and making good decisions with the puck. And then in the defensive zone when he really leans on someone, he's a big man. And... um, you know, I think he's ultra-competitive. Um, but what stands out for me with Leon Dreisaitl is his hockey sense. I think that uh, play against Winnipeg where he put the net back on, he had the understanding to put the net back on and then put his shot in um, a little corner like that, That that's what I think of when I think of Leon Dreisaitl. Morgan's got a question here. All right, Morgan.
3: Um, what's the status of Zach Hyman? With
2: <laughs> The hard hitters, eh? Morgan, I liked it better when you were standing here. Uh, Zach didn't play tonight. He's a little dinged up, and in the best interest of of him today, we held him out. Quick follow.
0: Um, do you know if he's going to play next game?
2: Holy cow. You got him prepped, eh, Ryan? I don't know, Morgan. Well, uh, you know, I think he had a pretty good day today. Uh, we just we wanted to hold him out for precaution uh, We'll see how he is tomorrow. I'll have a, more of an update for you tomorrow Morgan So first period's 2-2, you know could have gone either way you guys sort of settled in in the second period What do you see from your team when you sort of like that and pull away with three? Is yeah, it- yeah, and if you look at that second period we ended up 5-2, but we, we really scored two goals late um, so I thought we stuck with it. I thought the special teams cranked it up a little bit. Uh, we had some big kills. Um, we found a way to make their team pay on a failed clear the same way they made us pay in the first period. Um, and then uh, I thought we finished strong. Uh, we hemmed them in for a little bit. Uh, we got the right people on the ice at the right time and, and we found uh, a, a couple goals late and that set us up heading into the third period. I don't think it was a perfect game by any means there's some puck play things that we can certainly clean up i thought Stuart skinner was excellent when called upon tonight and um you know in the end we found a way kind of not feeling at our best to uh, to come away with the two points and uh, mcleod he uh yeah, he, McLeod uh, took a hit. He left the game. He tried to come out and played a shift or two in the third period. Same thing, out of precaution. They they uh, held him out. I just wonder, just going back to all like everyone kind of in Edmonton and around the team knows what he's done the last few years. Was the playoffs kind of his coming out party, do you think, for, for the league to that made him kind of no, uh, on notice for This past playoffs, yeah. you know what, I had the... Um, I had the opportunity to see his first playoffs in 2017. And, you know, I saw him do things uh, in both the San Jose series and the Anaheim series. Um... You know, including, I think, in game six against Anaheim, I think he had a hat trick or five points or something like that and willed our team forward at that point. Um, You know, I think the league's aware of his talent level. I think the league is aware um, that um, his offensive skills are special. Uh, I think what last year's playoff showed is that he has the ability to adapt and uh, he's a warrior. He played through a lot of pain. And uh, what a great example that sets for some of our younger players like Yamamoto, McLeod, Fogle, uh, Bouchard, these types of guys. When you see someone work through that type of injury just just to get himself ready to play a game, uh, and then to have the effect that he had last year, I think that uh, you know that goes a long way for our young guys. Good. Thanks, guys. That is Jay
1: Woodcroft at the mic for Eclipse Restoration. Named one of Western Canada's best restoration contractors three years in a row. Call 780-250-HELP or visit Eclipse247.ca. Oilers beat the Senators 6-3. Thanks for joining us on Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reid Wilkins. We are in Studio 99. And Rob, a lot of talk there about Leon Dreisaitl. I love the way... One of the terms used that Woodcroft used to describe Drysuttle, he is hockey sense personified.
4: Well, uh, there's very few, if any, in the National Hockey League that have better hockey sense than him. Uh, he sees the game as good as anyone in the National Hockey League. His uh, his hockey IQ is through the roof. Uh, he he doesn't. I mean, Connor McDavid beats you with his speed and his brilliance. Connor or er, Leon just outthinks you. He knows where you're going to be and he knows where his teammates should be and he puts the puck in those places where Connor speeds a game up Leon slows the game down and he wants to absorb body contact and the best part is he's, he's he's letting you come to him to hit him and while you're hitting him okay he's looking around you trying to find out where's the best place to pass the puck and we're always taught throughout your hockey career is always force a player to his backhand and because okay he got him on his back end now you got him where you want him well that's what Leon wants because uh, Leon passes better on his back end than 90 percent of the players on the forehand in the National Hockey League so uh, I I know that sometimes Leon gets overlooked sometimes uh, we still get criticism for for some of the plays that Leon makes but he's going to score 50 probably again this year he's got 100 points he's a heart winner he's won the art ross two time 50 goal score positive 50 coming up again for the third time he is uh, i believe the second best player in the world and at the very worst he's in the top five best players in the world and he is and i know that the one question did the was it his coming out party in the playoffs well the playoffs that we've seen him in he is a dominant force and he is made for playoff hockey. He plays big boy hockey. And tonight was just uh, another example of what he's capable of doing. And as Edmonton Oilers fans, we should acknowledge and enjoy the brilliance of both Connor and Leon on a nightly basis.
1: Well, and seidel tonight gets the two goals, plays 20 minutes and 14 seconds, six shots on goal, and dominant in the face-off circle. He wins 16 out of 23 for 70%. And we've been lucky enough to see him his whole career... I mean, uh, somebody asked Jay about his coming out party. I mean, I really think that was 16, 17. Playoffs, it, yeah. I, really that whole season. I mean, yeah. that was when he and Maroon and McDavid were together and they were an awesome line. And it's it's been interesting with Leon because players are drafted and you probably went through it when you were drafted. Okay, well, here's who he's going to be. Here's his, you know, ceiling, which I kind of hate mm-hmm. that word sometimes. But, you know, and Drysaddle was projected to be, he'll be pretty good. He'll be a playmaker. Uh, you know, maybe he'll be a 70-point guy. Now, I know it was a little lower scoring when he came into the league. I know he was drafted third overall, so there are high, are high expectations. But as you were listed off his resume, I mean, the amazing thing is he's exceeded some oh. pretty like well, top five pick. You got high expectations, but he's he's exceeded that. And I think leading the way is is his goal-scoring proficiency.
4: Well, there, there's nobody in the National Hockey League with a better one-timer. And there's some great ones. Stamp, Kosovic, can have great one-timers but they are from the same spot. Leon where he he plays havoc for defenses as he goes all over the ice. He can score from anywhere. We've seen him score where his feet were below the goal line and he took a one timer. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know the expectation of what he was capable of doing at this level. But I'm guessing it wasn't going to be a perennial 50 goal score perennial. It's like Ernie Els when he played golf again in the Tiger Woods era. No one realized how good Ernie Els was. He was second every week, but he was going up against Tiger. And that's what it's like for Leon Dreisaitl. You take Connor McDavid out of the league and the one year that he was injured, you did. And all of a sudden Leon's now the best player in the league. He's your Uh, Heart Trophy winner. He's your Art Ross Trophy winner. He's that good. He just happens to be under the shadow of the best player in the world who is his line mate sometimes and always teammate.
1: All right. so the Oilers beat the Senators 6-3 so Edmonton's record goes to 37-23 and 8 on the season. They nose ahead of Seattle into third place in the Pacific Division. So the Oilers are a point ahead of the Kraken. The Kraken have a game in hand. A lot of times, Rob, I've been referencing the points percentage this season. Seattle has the edge there, 604 to 603. They're a lot <laughs> closer when the games get uh, when the games played gets up there. They're going to play each other on Saturday night, of course. The Oilers, and Woodcroft mentioned, it, maybe not a great first period. They gave up a power play goal against. They gave up a shorthanded goal against. But ultimately, you know, they took over. They got a couple of depth goals. And we, we talked about the penalty killing before the game. It, it has not had a great season on the whole, but with it 5-3 in the third period, the Oilers took back-to-back penalties or close to back-to-back penalties mm-hmm. uh, in terms of timing, and then they were able to kill both of them off.
4: They were big ones, and what we saw is in, in the first period, Ottawa moved the puck around very well on their power play, and they had a chance to pull within one, and that allows you to pull your goalie at the end of the game. They had back-to-back power plays, and the Oilers did a very good job. Uh, did a good job of getting the pucks out, getting the good jobs off of face-offs, and the couple times that the there were shots on net that did a very good job skinner did of not only ab- making the save but absorbing the puck and not allowing there to be a rebound so uh, it, they're, they're they gave up the goal uh, while well, they were short short-handed and the percentage obviously isn't as great as you want to be but they came up with the big kills at the right moments and we talk about power play scoring power play goals at right moments well today it was the kills and yeah that was a big reason they got this win the two kills late in the game
1: Oilers win at 6-3. Scott is also a winner tonight of Set the Line for River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. He took the under. Goals allowed by the Oilers at 3.5, so he gets a $50 Cree Resort and Casino gift card. And Skinner gets the victory tonight. Was tested a few times, and, and at key moments in the game, uh, Skinner ultimately picks up the victory tonight. He stops 29 out of 32, Rob, so his record on the season... Gets up to uh, uh, 2014 and four 20th win of the season for Stuart Skinner.
4: There, there were t- two moments to me in this hockey game that they needed Skinner. It was three two, and Stutzel had uh, a chance back door. And Skinner, very uncharacteristic. Normally Skinner is just always positionally sound, but this one he had to dive and he dove at Stutzel, like dove at him and forced the shot, the angle to be terrible. Big save of that moment when it was 3-2. And then in the third period, Bouchard gave the puck away and it turned into two grade A scoring chances. One was the partial breakaway after the, the turnover and then a backdoor play. And those were two big skinners saves that either, either one of those goes in it's a one goal game coming down the stretch so skinner had to make three big saves in this game and he made them at big moments.
1: Oilers win 6-3 over the Senators. Uh, Matthias Ekholm and here's the thing we're talking about the the two big guys on the left side Matthias Ekholm gets an assist he goes plus three in 1939. Darnell Nurse gets an assist he goes plus two plays 22-41.
4: There's over 40 minutes that you feel safe and that's
1: a little, ice time was a little down. little down because tonight. they
4: had the lead yeah uh, and they had a few power plays which neither one of them really gets out on their power plays Bouchard plays most of it now uh, they when those two are on the ice the Oilers feel completely comfortable playing against the other team's top two lines uh, they they know that they've got a safety net back there they got two guys that make solid smart decisions uh, both of them play a heavy game uh, they're both built for playoff kind of hockey. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Ekholm pickup at the deadline just allowed the Oilers two twosomes that they could put out there, two partners that they could put out there where they feel safe and they just feel comfortable with those guys on the ice and then they can spot in Kulak and Deharnay where they want to play them. So, uh, Ekholm, every time you see him play, you just, it's like, couple years ago, when the Oilers played the Winnipeg Jets in the playoffs, every time Lowry was on the ice, he's a centerman, but every time he was on the ice, I felt okay, the Oilers aren't going to score their shift. Right. Just because he was so good defensively. That's what it's like when I see Eckholm on the ice. It's like, okay, well, I feel good here. For the next 45 to 55 seconds, the Oilers are in complete control. He gives the Oilers that stability on the back end.
1: Yeah, and we, we talked to you a lot about size and defensemen and about their reach as much as just being big and potentially physical. And Echo and you gotta use it well. echo yep. used there was a play in the first period. He kinda got cornered up against two Ottawa guys and he tried to get the puck up the boards and, and the one Ottawa guy knocked it down and then but Eckholm just kept kind Poken, of poking it yep. and he poked it to the blue line and then Nugent Hopkins was there and he got it out. So he just
4: He's got size and he's right. got strength. So it's one thing to have a long rangey arm. But you also have to have the strength that when you're poking against someone else that your your strength's going to beat his strength uh he's not he's not physical in the sense where it's these bone crushing hits where he absolutely lays someone out but it just, the, over the course of the game, he just constantly leaning on you. He's constantly pushing down on you. And you just get physically tired because the six foot four mammoth of a man, every time you're on the ice, he's just pounding you. And it just, it's like body punches, body punches. By the third period, you're like, okay, I'm going in Bouchard's corner. I'm staying away from Ekholm's side. Uh, but he makes safe plays. And it, not every play he makes is perfect. But when he doesn't get a puck out, or if it gets knocked down, as you said, there's no panic he's like okay that didn't get out i'm gonna go back in there i'm gonna get it puck again i'm gonna go out this way there, it, it, it's nice and that's what we see with bouchard And he gave the puck away and then he was so upset about giving the puck away that he missed the the cross ice and they had a second chance Eckholm may give the puck away yeah you know what i'm fine I've been there before and that just settles he settled and it also settles down Bouchard so uh, another (laughs) excellent hockey game by Matthias Ekholm who I don't think we're going to see the true dividends that he pay that he he pays for the Oilers until you see him in a playoff series because those are the games that I believe Ekholm's built for
1: Ekholm the fourth star tonight for Jandell Holmes Alberta's premier modular home retailer Warren Fogle the third star Tim Stutzla, the outstanding member of the Ottawa Senators, is the second star. Leon Dreisaitl is the first star in a 6-3 Oilers win. Here he is. So uh, grab a lead hang on to a lead I feel
2: like that's a little bit more of what you
5: guys are looking for Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know we've done it a lot this year. Um, we had a couple couple hiccups uh, here and there with with leads so um, it's something that you know we obviously preach and we need to be good at because those are those are the situations that you can find yourself in in the playoffs right so I um, thought we did a good job tonight didn't give them too much um, other than the first I thought it was pretty pretty solid. Game.
6: This 100-point
2: mark for you, let's see some guys congratulate you, and give you some hugs. I know it's probably a bigger deal for everyone else than you, but how, how do you feel about that? that um,
5: I feel very fortunate. Um, you know, obviously very, very happy about it, but... Um, you know, this is this is my job. This is what I get paid to do, right? And um, you know, I couldn't do it without any of these guys in here. Um, and and I'm, I'm well aware of that, and, and very appreciative of um, you know them, them, you know, finding me and, and, and putting me in the right spot. So um, very happy about that. So
2: I think there's five other guys from European guys that have got four 100-point seasons like you or more, and their names are like Yeri Curry and Teemu Solani. And Peter Stasny and Alex Ovechkin. What's it? You're in a really small group of the greatest European
0: players ever. What's that like? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's
5: it's pretty cool. It's pretty great hockey players there. Um, Again, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate uh, to have played with some some amazing players. You know, Nuge, Connor, uh, Himes, and all those guys. Uh, even the, the the years prior, um, you know, they they find me and they put me in spots where I can succeed. And, and um, you know, I obviously don't want that to go unnoticed. So. Um, big time thank you to them. What do you think your dad would say if he was here? What would he say to you when you talked to him? Uh, he doesn't give me too many compliments. He just <laughs> tells me to stick to what I do and keep going, keep pushing, keep pushing. Uh, it's always the same, but I'm sure I'm sure he's proud.
0: You, I know you're very proud uh, being from Germany. You know, young guys, Stutzel, tonight scores too. There's a German contingent of fans that came over and probably couldn't have asked for a better script to see both of their guys <laughs> score and you know, your team win. But How, how much do you take? He's talked a lot about how you're a guy who really looks up to and kind of the face of German hockey moving forward. How important is that to you? Yeah, it's
5: uh, it's a huge honour. Um, if, if that's the way he sees me, then, um, you know, that that is a big honour to me. Um, he's a heck of a player himself. Um, uh, so he, he certainly doesn't have to, um, you know, shy away from anything himself. So, um, But if I can take in that role, then I'll, I'll gladly do that. And, and hopefully there's going to be more and more uh, German players coming up and, and you know, having, having a big time impact on NHL teams
2: Warren Fogle drops on your wing here it seems like they, you know they put him in there a few times and he seems to be able to make things happen and it works fairly well what, what do you seeing from him when he's there
5: yeah he's playing good he's playing really good hockey um, he's, he's tenacious he's good on the forecheck uh, he can make a play when, uh, when, when time is there um, so I, I really enjoy playing with him. He's been he's been really good. Yeah, absolutely. A little he's, of he's physical, he's good on uh, on the forecheck check, he creates loose pucks and, and that's obviously uh I think we all know that I'm not the greatest forechecker checker in the world, so uh <laughs> it's it's nice nice to have that part on my line. Uh so I'm very yeah, very happy and appreciative of, of the work he does.
2: That rush up ice, like he was beating one guy short of it, being pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
5: it was uh, it was it was amazing. He's he's fast. He's he's a bull out there. So, um, like I said, he's he's playing some good hockey. Right now.
1: All right, that is Leon Drysital helping the Oilers fill the net for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When an accident happened, go to jameshbrown.com. Six goals tonight. So a six hundred dollar donation to six thirty jet Santa's anonymous. A six three win over the Ottawa Senators. side with a couple of goals. He gets to 100 points for the fourth time in his career. You're also going to hear from Warren Fogle, who he was asked about in that scrum and we're happy to hear from you as well 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by Teed, the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems Teed pro all the way we are live in studio 99 you're listening to heartland ford overtime
0: open line Oilers hockey is brought to you by freeson brothers this is the heartland ford overtime open line here's reid wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 chair over to Stutzla now on the left to Chicker goes off his stick into the left one corner gets taken out hard by Dreisaitl as Chicker is slow to get up in fact he's not up yet
1: huge hit by Dreisaitl's our crunch of the game for Cougar paint collision our family helping your family for 40 years and counting Dreisaitl with two goals tonight as the Oilers beat the Ottawa Senators 6-3. Uh, also with two goals tonight, Rob, the uh, other German star in this game, Tim Stushle. I mean, he's outstanding.
4: He is an outstanding hockey player, although there was one play he wants back, and that was uh, the one that led to Leon Dreisettle's second goal. They were shorthanded. He, instead of getting it out, threw it up the middle. It got blocked and ended up... Oh, sorry. Actually, that was Deuteron Hopkins goal.
1: Hopkins' goal. yeah. And
4: it, it was a bad play there, but He's a, a wonderful young hockey player. He's got a ton of skill. He continues to improve each and every time we see him. Uh, he makes good plays. Uh, he's a talent. And, well, he had two goals and pretty close yeah. to a third one on the fantastic save that Skinner made on him. Uh, a good hockey player. And, and I'm sure it does mean something to, to Leon Dreisaitl, Uh seeing a, a young German who talks about how he looks up to Leon uh, is having this breakout year this year too. So hopefully... Uh, Leon and Stutzel and, and all this long list of young players coming up can maybe make Germany a, a hockey hotbed in the future because uh, the, the stars that they've sent them sent us here in the HL yeah have been pretty good
1: and, and, and to me it could take a while when I think about Canadians um, you know Steve Nash won a couple MVPs in the NBA Mike Weir won the Masters mm-hmm. in 2003, but it wasn't like oh well. Four years later, there's no, it takes I mean, a now, while. Now there's a bunch of NBA players. Now you look at any golf event, there's usually several Canadians making well, the cut in contention.
4: Did you see the, the one of the best, if not the best basketball player in college basketball is a Canadian kid. Plays for Purdue. Oh, big guy for Purdue. Seven yeah. foot four. That's it, eh? 310 pounds. <laughs> they got a number
1: one seed in one of the I saw that. Right. Yeah. I
4: watched him play the other night, and I'm watching the game. And I'm like, okay, wait a second. All those guys are big, but he makes them look little. Well, he wasn't the, jumping on some no, of the rebounds. he didn't he have to. He just reaches and gets it. 300 pound man, <laughs> seven foot four, Canadian kid. But yeah, you're right. It takes a while, but uh, you got a young German kid watching the games on TV and sees uh, a couple people that he's looked up to with German last names that are having success, makes them want to go out and play. I hope they do. It's it's good for hockey. The, the more countries that get involved, Uh, Bringing players to the National Hockey League makes the National Hockey League a a better league. Tell you what,
1: you can go to 630Ched.com and print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak. Restaurants come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. It's the Japanese Village goal light. We turn it on whenever the Oilers score five or more in a game, and they beat Ottawa tonight 6-3 at Rogers Place. 780-496-0063 is the CertainTeed hotline. We have Anish. Anish, welcome to the show. Go ahead.
3: Hey, Robin Reed, how are you guys tonight? Good. Good. Uh, first and foremost, a uh, fantastic game by the Oilers. You know, Dry Hats, that's an excellent game, and our depth scoring showed up really well. I know, I know we just beat Ottawa, but I'm just now looking forward to Dallas. What do the Oilers need to do differently against Dallas to come up on top
2: against them?
4: Well, uh, Dallas is a good team, but, I mean, right now, Dallas is getting beat up pretty badly by the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, It's 5-2 Vancouver. Uh, The Oilers have to play. I I think what we saw the other night against Toronto, when you're playing against good teams, if you make mistakes, if you turn the puck over in the wrong area, they make you pay. The Maple Leafs made the Oilers pay. Tonight, the Oilers are a good team. The Ottawa Senators turned the puck over in the wrong places. The Oilers made them pay. And when you play against Dallas, Dallas plays normally a very quiet, boring game. And they, they force you to make mistakes. So the Oilers got to be patient against them. But I, I honestly, the, the Oilers hockey club is as good as any in the National Hockey League. And each time they go out and play, I feel they, they could win tonight. And there's a lot of years I never thought that. Uh, but Dallas is good, too. They got a great goaltender. He's not playing tonight, so obviously he'll be the goalie when they come here in a couple of nights. They got a fantastic defenseman, Heiskanen, and they've got an older veteran team with a couple of young superstars. It should be a good game. Dallas Stars are a good hockey club that are looking to make noise in the playoffs, and it's a good test for the Oilers.
1: Well, sir so Sir Robert at 780 Sir Robert, go ahead.
4: Uh, hey, Reed. Hey,
5: Rob. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Well, I mean, obviously, I thought uh, I thought it was a good game tonight. It was, a, you know, first period they they looked a little, I don't know, shaky, slow, just kind of just, it just kind of seemed like they were. I don't know if they were taking Ottawa lightly. I thought, but to me they just they didn't they didn't seem like they. Uh, I don't know if they were. I don't know. I guess I just say they were slow in the first period. But aside from that, I thought they were good. Dry title. Nice to see him get two more. Hit 100 points again. Um, I guess uh, I have a question.
3: Uh, <laughs> you surprised Did at your I? work.
1: What is going on?
4: <laughs> I, think, I think Sir Robert got interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to have dinner ready. It wasn't ready. Yeah, sure. She's now off air. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. That's okay tell you what uh we got steven adam up next but we're getting tight to the news break here so we'll bring you on after. well sir robert calls all the time so i don't know what happened somebody was surprised he was on the phone or something <laughs> that's okay i'm sure we'll, i'm sure we'll get him at uh, at some other point uh before we go to the news here uh robin again you'll hear from warren fogel more of your calls after the news break it, it, but sir robert referenced it Derek ryan scores 12 goals on the season bukestad his second as, as an oiler he's got 15 on the year
4: they're getting depth scoring uh if you want to be a, a good playoff team and go a long ways have depth players score for you in big moments and the oilers have been getting that since christmas hence the record is what it is so the Oilers are always going to get production out of their top two lines right now the record is good because they're getting production from all four
1: which is our quick change for jiffy loop keeping you moving to and from the game visit your local jiffy loop today we are live in studio 99 oilers win at 6-3 over the senators more, more from the oilers dressing group more for view on heartland Ford overtime open line stick around
0: Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chair. Got it back to the point. Hammonick on the right point. He'll shoot it. Pad safe. Rebound. Oh, that stopped by Skinner off of Stutzla, who is right on the doorstep with the rebound.
1: Big save by Skinner in the second period. That's your save of the game for Crystal Glass. Call 310-GLASS or visit crystalglass.ca as uh, Skinner gets the victory tonight. Oilers take down the Senators 6-3. 2-2 after one, 5-2 after two. Stutzla got his second of the game in the third. Sens had a couple power plays after that. Couldn't cash in. McDavid gets the empty netter with 2:13 to go. His 56 of the season. The Senators had a couple other face-off opportunities to maybe pull Sogard a little earlier for an extra attacker. They didn't on those, but they kept losing face-offs. Yes. Everything kept winning them, and then Leon, David puts it away.
4: Yeah, Leon, I think, won three in a row against Kachuk. And uh, one of the ones where Kachuk and Leon went at it, Kachuk's stick snapped right in half. It shows you the strength of Leon. No, Leon won some big face-off. I would have thought down two goals, you have a power play. That's when I would have pulled my goalie. If I'm the Ottawa center, like they're in, they have to win. They're desperate. How much time was left? I think there's was like five seven, minutes to go. Well, the there's
1: end. seven and a half minutes left and McDavid got the
4: penalty. I would have pulled the goalie. He would have taken it. Yeah, well, I mean, they needed two goals. It's, it's not like they needed one. They needed two. So I would have pulled my goalie and make it a six on four.
1: By the way, third empty netter for McDavid. You made a bold prediction in the preseason mm-hmm. that McDavid would get ten, ten empty netters. He's mm-hmm. got three. He had He's two. better
4: pick it up. Then. He had
1: two in the first ten games of the yeah. season.
4: He slowed down. He was slumping. So it's about time that he finally got going.
1: You can see he just quickly checked if Dreisettle was with him, but he was like one on four on that, so he shot it.
4: Well, I, I don't know if you've noticed how fast Connor is, that Leon would have had to get on a big horse to catch yeah. up to Connor. <laughs> Connor's looking like, yeah, I think I'm on my own. But uh, it's almost unfair when the Oilers, the opposition pulls their goaltender, because the Oilers just have so much firepower. They get the puck out, and then it's a foot race that Connor wins every time.
1: Calgary Flames in desperate need of points. Final minute of the third period. It is 3-3 as they visit Arizona. Shots are 42-23 for the Flames. So overtime looming there as we check the scoreboard for Edmonton Trailer. Looking for parts, service, rentals, or new and used semi-trailers? Head to edmontontrailer.com. Canucks have beaten the Stars 5-2. Blue Jackets lead the Sharks 5-3 in the third. Kings up 4-2 on the Islanders early in the third. Montreal wins 6-4 at Pittsburgh. Lightning take down the Devils 4-1. The Golden Knights 5-3 victory over the Flyers. Rangers beat the Caps 5-3. Hurricanes beat the Jets 5-3. Red Wings knock off the Predators 2-1. And in the any given night category, Chicago beats Boston
4: 6-3. I had that one in my poll, didn't you? Yeah,
1: that's, (laughs) I mean, it happens, right? It
4: does. Well, it shows you on any given night, if you don't put the puck in the back of the net, they're, they're NHL players still that you're playing against and uh, they can be but I'm guessing the Boston Bruins may have taken the Chicago Blackhawks a little bit lightly in that hockey game
1: alright 6-3 the Oilers beat Ottawa 7804960063 is the certainty hotline my goodness Calgary point blank with 6 seconds left you say Ingram's the goalie
4: tonight? Ingram is the goalie he was just it Lindholm
1: made... that shot that?
4: Uh, I think yeah it, was... it would have been Lindholm was it him or Tafolly, and then Huberdeau with the rebound? They had two great A scoring chances in the last six seconds of the hockey game. Scored on neither. And now they're going to overtime. Yeah.
1: Well, Calgary will get at least a point, but they they, they need, need two, two tonight, yeah. given the position they're in. Well, the Nashville, trailing Nashville, Nashville has games in hand. Yeah,
4: Nashville Predators, I believe, are four points behind the Jets with three games in hand. That's amazing. That is amazing. The only problem for Nashville is their two best players up front are both injured. Forsberg and Johansson. They've traded at home. They traded that kid to Tampa Bay. Jeanette, is it?
1: Uh, yeah, Jeanette, yeah.
4: Jeanette, and they have the fourth hardest schedule remaining in this season, but the Nashville Predators have made it made it close to Calgary Flames, though, uh, playing against Arizona. That would be a must win. They must get two points out of this. They blew one on home ice, I think, the other day against Anaheim where they, they lost. They can't afford those.
1: All right, we got Steve on the line. Steve, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey,
3: guys. Good show. As usual, I just want to, um, I mean, we're all happy as fans of Edmonton that we got the two points tonight. But, Rob, can I ask you to put yourself in the room and uh, and then also where read maybe where your coach is at? Um, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Shouldn't we be concerned? I mean, honestly, this is Ottawa. We've got about roughly 14 games left before the playoff season. Uh, positioning is determined the first period for me especially lately it's been a serious concern like i i just am i am i being un, unnecessarily negative rob but i mean i would be concerned with the way we're playing our i, well, I, mean, I think
4: you're being a worry yeah i mean the Oilers have what the fourth best record in the nhl since christmas yeah, something along that line into tonight yeah so since i christmas. mean uh, the Oilers are playing good hockey. They they had to. They are a better team than Ottawa, and they beat them. They beat them six three. I mean the Chicago Blackhawks beat the Boston Bruins tonight. So I mean, are, are people in Boston concerned that they just lost to Chicago? Um, it's the Oilers are comfortably in the playoffs. They're fighting for playoff positioning. Uh, they should beat the Ottawa Senators. They did. Uh, to me, the Oilers have a good hockey club but there's about six good hockey clubs in the Western Conference, and uh, for the Oilers, they need to get on a run in the playoffs, they need good goaltending, and the biggest thing, they need help. The one thing that's happening in the Western Conference right now, some, some teams that have that are good have some injuries. Kaprizov in Minnesota, he's out. Uh, Larkin in uh, Colorado, he's out. Sagan in Dallas, he's out. The Oilers, the biggest thing to me for the remainder of the season isn't getting a home ice start to the playoffs, the biggest thing for me in the final fourteen games is staying healthy.
1: Yeah. Um I mean fair, fair comment by Steve. It wasn't perfect tonight, and, and Woodcroft said he wasn't a fan of the first period nope. either, but but they did enough. Ottawa's probably not going to be in the playoffs. I'm always I mean I mean of course. I mean the fans are knowledgeable, the the passionate. We we look at a lot of details about the team. Um I mean you can only play who's in front of you, what happened tonight. Is very unlikely to have any bearing on on, on the postseason, uh, and I'm I'm always, you know, and I've said this to some callers in the past, but it, I mean, you, well, they didn't win by enough. Well, okay, like, what's the proper score to win a game by? I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to win four nothing and only give up 15 shots on goal, but I mean, the other teams, Ottawa's playing for their lives here i mean
4: they i mean they they won 6-3 they were supposed to win before the game i I saw some fans i said it was going to be 5-2 it to me that the the Oilers are just better than ottawa and they should win and they did uh in in the playoffs if they win a game 6-3 and have an ugly first period no one's going to care uh the oilers a perfect team nope but there's zero perfect teams in the western conference zero and the oilers are as good as any and I think there's some things they want to continue to try and fine-tune, but I think, to me, I celebrate the fact that this Oilers team since Christmas has been outstanding. Let's celebrate that. I'm not going to nitpick that. We'll worry about when they start to struggle or if they lose a few in a row. Then we can nitpick, but I'm not going to nitpick a victory.
1: All right. I also have Adam at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Adam, go ahead.
3: All right, guys. Uh, great call tonight. Uh, I got a couple questions and a comment. Do you think leon dreisaitl is pumped for games when
1: there is a german contingent in town I think and so. also
4: i don't know yeah i, I think but yeah i think there is. i think it'd be it's pretty cool for him i think that he's proud of his heritage i think he's proud of the fact that a, uh, this young star uh, that's coming up it uh, talks about the fact that he looks up to leon dreisaitl uh Leon said It's one thing to be a superstar coming from Canada or coming from a hockey hotbed like Sweden or or Russia or something along that line. He came from Germany, and he's one of the best players in the world. So I think he is proud and excited when. Uh, the German people are in the stands and he's excited about it. Arizona, and as I'm saying Arizona that, 01. Arizona just won against the Calgary Flames in a game the Calgary Flames dominated. But the one thing that Calgary has struggled with this year is they can't score that goal that they need. They can't get the big goal. They miss Matthew Kachuk and they miss Johnny Goudreau. Those are the guys that scored the big goals for them. Adam, what was your other question? Uh, I don't know what his stats are against German-born or European
3: players uh does like what how how did he get up for these games like is it is it like really <laughs> well oh, just, i have no idea, I mean, I no idea you
4: to but i mean <laughs> but i mean look leon he's dry done really well stats. Ottawa. Yeah, he's
1: had great stats against ottawa so yeah, it's too slick game but i the mean league.
4: look at his stats i mean he's yeah. good against just about every yeah, team yeah,
1: looking at all european guys or stars i, I i'm not sure think player has europeans
4: most superstars that I've, I've been around they get up for playing other superstars and most guys get up for playing in their home city. Obviously, German players don't get to play in Germany, so I would imagine playing against a, another German star, or if there's a big German contingent in the stands, they would get excited about that.
1: Okay, Oilers win 6-3 over Ottawa. Warren Fogle with a couple of assists. He was named the third star tonight. Here he is.
2: How do, you, uh, I mean, how do you feel you guys played? I mean, obviously a good result
6: and happy with that? Uh, you know, I think there's some things we, we can clean up. But, um, you know, I thought in the second period we were rolling there. And um, in the third, you know, uh, you know, last game we had a couple goal lead and we let it slip and, you know, today we didn't. So you know, I think that's a good sign moving forward and, and you got to keep rolling.
4: You guys were talking about the momentum yesterday at practice. How do you guys think you managed that today?
6: Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, after the first period, you know, as a group, we knew we could be better. And, um, you know, I thought that second period, you know, everyone was kind of going and we were engaged. And, um, you know, we were really on the throttle there. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to get a couple goals. Whenever you get moved up and play with Leon, you guys seem to have success right away. Two more points tonight, obviously the one with Connor. Was it about playing
0: with him that seems to work for you?
6: Well, I think, um, you know, he's just a world-class player and um, you know, I I think anyone who plays with him is, is lucky and you know, my job is to try to get him the puck and go to the net so um, you know, kudos to him, to you know, doing all the, really the hard work, I guess. But uh, you know, anytime I can get up there, it's it's a it's a privilege, and you know, I definitely try to take the most of that opportunity.
1: You feel like Connor a little bit on that rush? <laughs>
6: yeah, the guys were uh, giving me a couple of jokes there on the bench, but uh, you know, couldn't get it completely through. But uh, you know, at least the wheels were moving.
2: <laughs> Do we uh, we talk so much about McDavid all the time? And here's Drysdale passing 100 points again, uh, maybe a little overshadowed playing next to 97. Tell me about playing with him as a to all the other guys you played with.
6: I don't really think you yeah like just your, your statement your question there it's just they're just two unbelievable players and kind of what you just said there about Leo I think you know maybe he doesn't get enough attention as he deserves you know he's probably the best passer in the league and he's so smart and um, just the way he kind of controls the game is, is something I've never seen before and um, you know he's a talented player and we're lucky we got two of them on our team.
1: Yeah, Warren Fogle, solid game by him tonight as the Oilers beat the Senators 6-3. We'll get to a couple more phone calls when we get back.
0: It's Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reid Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Cleared out, so it's Bouchard back into his own end. Now to Koston at the Edmonton Blue Line for Eckholme into the Oiler end or to Ottawa and over to Bukestad. Scores! Nick Bukestad! What a shot!
1: Bukestad from Ekholm and Koston in the final second of the second period. That was a big one. Made it 5-2 Oilers as they go on to beat the Senators 6-3 tonight. We have goalie Greg on the Certainty
3: Hotline. Double G, go ahead. Hey guys, first off, I want to say who cares about Calgary? Whatever. They lost to. the the arizona so whatever but um anyway so i just want to talk about the second goal for a second then i have a question for you guys um um or sorry actually the third goal um darney love the guy awesome player um he went to the safe spot in front of the net um he didn't really see the guy in the high slot and you know that's a rookie mistake but he's gonna learn and and it is what it is but anyway uh my question for you guys is um uh well kind of what I heard of the GM meetings about, you know, uh fighting after a clean body check and, and whatnot. And in my opinion I don't think anything has to change. I think what needs to change is that the rest need to start calling the rules as the rule book as rule book i. e. the the instigator rule when the guy comes in and starts to fight and drops the gloves and that would uh, stop that right then and there especially for teams like the Oilers who have the power play so I just want your guys' thoughts on that because I think if that happened I think it could you know, maybe change that and stop that so thanks guys
4: um, Yeah I mean it, it's in the rule book I have seen it called the instigator when someone's come in and jumped the player uh, I don't think it'll ever be taken out that if someone takes a, a, a run at one of your players. Yeah, teams are going to respond. We just, you and I, well, this was going on, we watched Carolina and Winnipeg. A Winnipeg-Sandberg, right off the opening face-off, ran Martit- Martituk, how is it, Martinuk? Martinuk. Martinuk and injured him and turned into a fight right away. So it's Wait. always going to be there. Uh, if you feel that your team, someone has done something that you do not like to one of your teammates, the fight's always going to be there. And the, the instigator's not going to stop a player from doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nuge fought Hall after the yep. Yamamoto hit. And, and I've felt that way sometimes. Okay, if it's a clean if hit, it's you, clean, have to, yes. you have to fight. But sometimes it's just like, hey, I just want to stand up for my guy. Yep. And, and, and we talk a lot about sending a message. I think it's almost more you're sending a message to your to teammates, your teammates yes. as much as to the other teammates. I, mean, I mean, Justin Hall's not thinking, oh, I can't body check
4: anymore. <laughs> there's, there's, no but, in, there's no intimidation in the NHL yeah. like it used to be. There used to be guys that they would beat you to a pulp and the the players were the ones that uh took things into their own oh, hand. they didn't wait for the nhl for suspension they didn't wait for the referees it's different nowadays well oh, here's it just showed there's the, uh, the animated
1: hockey animated
4: game. hockey game the rangers capitals john
1: shannon about that, it, he, that looked, he probably did the animation
4: i did talk to him about it but when we were off fair but that looked really cool so disney and espn they did the new york ranger game versus the capitals today they made it animation and we're watching it right now and the goalie is a character from one of the shows. He's this big, bat, big, heavy, yellow dude. He's in net, but it ever looked cool. I want to watch it now. It made the game exciting, and they're trying to find new fans in a younger generation, and I think they will after seeing some of the highlights there.
1: All right, uh, Jordan, we don't have a ton of time for you, so
0: fire away, man. Yeah, just quick dovetail comment and a question uh, on that discussion. I think there's a you know a, a clean distinction between a clean hit, but if a guy has his head down or is in a vulnerable position, or he gets hurt, I think you know the guy's going to jump in for his teammates every time. Um, but uh, the comment is, uh, as far as the depth going into the playoffs and what you said earlier, Rob, about staying healthy, I just want to say, first of all, like here we are finally with all the complaints about this game or that game. Like Toronto, we had it 3-1. Uh, we let it slip a little bit against a really good team. That doesn't faze me. Uh, but as far as the depth, you have Bukestad, Cost, and all these moves that seem to really add a veteran depth into our forward group and uh you know you have a guy like holloway's probably where he should be but do you think the plan in the playoffs is to kind of have him up for for yeah. speed and a little bit of mixing it up if, if things go stale At
4: least, yeah i don't think he's been activated yet yeah once he's healthy but yeah he'll, he'll be he'll certainly up, be up for the playoffs and uh, it's just another weapon another depth weapon that they have the Oilers are a much better team uh, you're 100 percent right they did a good job filling in with veteran players that can t- contribute
1: Settle scores twice. He gets to 100 points. So, by the way, McDavid uh, gets to 129. Most points anybody's had since Mario got to 161 in 95-96. Uh, 6-3 win over the Senators. Get more on this game. More on the Oilers at 630 jetcom or globalnews.ca. Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I will have inside sports from 6 to 8. Our next game broadcast presented by Friesen Brothers is Thursday, home to Dallas, 530 face-off show, game at 7 here on 630 Chet. Thanks to Troy Bowler, our game day engineer, and to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks for listening to Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Good night.